Hey everyone, this is Alex Ortiz here with my brother Arun. Hey, it's Arun over here. And uh, we are here together to just talk as brothers and to go against the flow. That's right. That's right. And uh, from what we kind of talked about in our little uh, preview, you know, it's just we're going to attempt to have just honest discussions, conversations amongst two brothers who um, seen things, heard things, studied things, watch things, and, and we just want it to be as honest as a conversation as we can. Do it in this kind of a format. Yeah, and uh, unscripted, <laughs> sure. so it's going to be raw. Right, it could be touchy at times. We may not always agree, right? Um, but really, that's life, right? I mean, that's how. I mean, they say iron sharpens iron, right? That's and right. so, how do we do that unless we come together and kind yeah. of like hit some rough edges and some sides that maybe haven't been touched in a while, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, and and just on that, Alex. I mean, <laughs> as unscripted as it gets. So here's what, here's the thing that you know, it's not like we sat on. Um, trying to jump on a producing a podcast just because we wanted to do it. I mean, it's something that I believe the Lord laid in my heart for years. And uh, I didn't share that with you, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And then it's similar with you, right? Well, when you gave me the call and you were like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. And I was like, well, Arun's got the beautiful voice, that deep voice, <laughs> yeah. radio voice and a good heart. And really, I thought it would be kind of a cool um, opportunity to just challenge each other right challenge myself and um you know try to do something that would uh edify not just the kingdom but just everyone right sometimes i think we get locked into just you know looking to create content for the church right or or to help edify the church but the reality is people are people right we're all you know worthy of god's grace god you know that grace is there for everyone and um, I think the big, our big goal here is to just go against the flow, you know, try to mm. break through the norms of religion and try to um, share the world, uh, share Jesus with the world, like the reachable Jesus, you know. Um, sometimes religion can kind of get in the way. Yeah, put them in a box, lock them up. You shall not touch, you shall not look, you know, that kind of a thing where... Where, um, you know, Christ died for all, mm-hmm. so that all would be saved. He, he, you know, God's heart is that no one should perish. Mm. And uh, Scripture kind of, you know, directs our thoughts to be in that sense, from the Old Testament to the New. That that's God's heart. Yeah. You know, I mean, the classic verse: God so loved the world, you know, the entire world, you know, mm. that He gave His only Son. So, um, I think lately we've been seeing at least in the last, say, five-something years, at least, uh, something that I wrestled with was um, to present the gospel with clarity. Sometimes we had to jump over many obstacles that had been created, unfortunately, within the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to get to a point where we're like, hey, but this is the Jesus of the Bible. Um, so you mentioned obstacles. I'm yeah. I'm curious. Like, okay. give give me one or two. Let's let's chat about it because I I would like to hear what you have to say, <laughs> what you've experienced, and then maybe. Yeah, sometimes I mean, <clears throat> here in America, you know, Jesus is in a uh, a political box. You know, that's uh, 
that might have hit a raw nerve in many ways, but you know. You're trying to lose <laughs> listeners before we even start. <laughs> we got two. It's you and me. Yeah, we got two listeners. Go. But you yeah. know, hey, you know, we put we we put God in, um, mostly in the last few years in a, in a conservative spot. Or sometimes people say he's 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 more of a socialist or whatever the case is. We try to fit him into our constructs mm. that man has laid out, rather than looking into what Scripture really talks about who he is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because I think. The way that man divides things when it comes to politics, when it comes to socioeconomic status, mm-hmm. it, there's always rich, poor, left, right, conservative, liberal. Mm-hmm. There's all these titles. And I think the issue we have as humans is we're constantly trying to place people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's a selfishness behind that is I want to be higher. Right. Me. I want to yeah. be higher. I want to be about me and I want to look down and see you at a lower level, and then I feel, hey, I'm closer to God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I heard a pastor years ago, I don't remember his name, I don't even remember what church I was in, but he was kind of talking about that state of humans and how we do this. We mm-hmm. set up these little um, levels that we think we're on because we're further along, we know a little more about the, the mm-hmm. word or whatever it might be. And he said, you know, all humans are on earth. And if you were to kind of look at it from a distance perspective, you could say, well, God is the moon mm-hmm. and we're all on the surface of the earth. Mm-hmm. And so many of us will take one step up on, on, a, okay. on a stair and then right. look at another and say, I'm closer to God. Right. The reality is that little small amount is so minuscule when you mm-hmm. consider the entire distance there. Yeah. It's weird because... I, it's a physical thing to say like, wow, I'm closer to God, but it's just, it's just something we do. And it's sad. It's yeah, really sad. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, and then on the flip side of things, I mean, the Bible clearly states, you know, for all I've said mm-hmm. and come short, you know, of what the Lord commands of us or what expects of us. Right. So, um, it's the very nature of man to, to um, put ourselves on a platform, hmm. uh, even amongst fellow believers, fellow Christians, or, or uh, unfortunately, which I think is sadder, is Christians elevating ourselves above people who are outside the church, which I think, I think is a big obstacle in that sense. Where you're um, <laughs> you're pushing away the very people we're supposed to share the gospel to, hmm. and that's what's heartbreaking. That's what's troubling. That's what's uh, that's what wrecks my soul. I mean, I know some things that we've done in the last, man, I think over a decade is is our hardest for outreach. We've been, you know, able to jump in wherever and minister musically and whatever, which way, you know, if it's Philly, if it's in, if it's in our local towns or local churches or any 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 church that's got anything going on, right? Um, because our heart is that, that the gospel is for all to share. Uh, the truth and clarity and openness to take in the tough questions, to take in even, even the abuse, to take in even maybe the rude offensive word or mm-hmm. whatever it is. I mean, Christ hung naked on a cross for us, and we're already, right. <laughs> why are we stepping back? Right. Um, gospel by itself is an offense. We say that, and it is, and we just don't need to be intentionally offensive, mm-hmm. right? Um, just to prove a point. So that's why I think. I mean, that's that's my reason for doing this. I mean, yeah, we have the 
facilities to do it. We got studios, we got microphones, we got platforms to do something like this. But I'm like, let's keep the the basic thing. The basic thing is to is to have honest conversations, open invitations to people, um, and hopefully continue conversations if it's in if it's on other social media platforms or even if they see us somewhere in church or somewhere around town or whatever, like to to be able to chat. Yeah, yeah. So when you when we think about against the flow, right? That's the name right. that you know we've got for this discussion forum. Against the flow. Do you think that um, against the flow applies more to the church <laughs> and what what we should be doing with you know Christ, the body mm-hmm. of Christ, or do you think it applies more to just humans in general, like just people in general? and going against the flow of the world. And I, I you know, because there's two different ways we can look at that, and I right, just wanted to right. get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I, I think it's both, you know, it's both because, um, <laughs> what's it? you know, we are in this world, but we're not of it, you know. We, as Christians, if we call ourselves Christian, if we claim to be, you know, a sinner saved by grace, redeemed, um, restored and in the process of being sanctified we're passing through and so hmm, yeah uh, our very lifestyle needs to be against the flow again not <laughs> being against the flow just for the sake of offense <laughs> mm-hmm. or to be offensive uh, i think if we live our lives humbly enough we will be offensive anyways in that sense because the gospel is like i said is offensive now uh, on, fl- on the flip side with with the culture we as christians then we will be against the flow of what the culture is um but in the church i think it's okay to ask questions yeah it should be okay mm-hmm. it's, it's um i think we shouldn't feel threatened when when certain doctrines propagated maybe from certain churches are questioned and you know right um the main things are the main things right yeah um so yeah, so it's it's a, for me. I, I've always I've I've grown I've grown up in a different side of the world with a bunch of religions, bunch of faiths, bunch of um, religious texts. I studied them all because that's my nature is to kind of you know I'm like I want to figure out what I believe mm-hmm. is worth believing. But I think that's that's kind of the purpose. I hope we have is, is to have against the flow within the church and it, and from the outside. Right, right. So I. When you you know brought up the topic here, and we were thinking about this, the verse that immediately came to my mind, um, you know Romans twelve two, do not conform to the pattern of this world, mm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So Romans twelve two was first thing that mm. came to mind, and you know when we think about do not conform. Where do you think that the church in general may have missed that message? Man, you're asking me all the questions. I know. I just, <laughs> hey, you know, I just, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's sometimes we've got so many blinders on within the church that we, we forget, you know, we forget our mission. Our mission, our commission is to go out go out you know to be equipped and to go out we're called out of the world as the ecclesia you know as the as the church but we're called to go you know into the lost world um so sometimes i feel that 
that that um, focus has been um, warped. You know, I think there's. I mean, I'll just say some of the things I've seen. We have a level of spiritual arrogance in the church that we are better off than who's outside the church. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't live like them. We don't vote like them. <laughs> we don't. Uh, we don't. You know, watch their kind of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids go to different kinds of schools. You know, and and uh, and in that sense, we've stiff armed the ones who were like, "Hey, we are supposed to." display the gospel of Christ to you and we're like no actually we're better than you but you got to come off that platform to be like us you know yeah so let's uh, yeah. let's stick with your first point you said um the great commission you mentioned the great commission which you know is the call for us to go out unto all the earth mm-hmm. right and to spread the gospel the good news and if i was thinking against the flow right the commit the great commission says go out mm-hmm. i think the biggest challenge that i see for the body of Christ is that too often we're coming in, mm-hmm. we're focusing more on coming in and coming together into a building, into a church, right? Mm-hmm. Into a, a safe space. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get that misconstrued. Like, Absolutely. I, you know, I think it is a blessing to have a, a, a place yeah. where you can gather with your brothers and sisters and it's a safe place and there's love and there's joy uh, when you gather together and we, when you can worship together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that joy has to be in Jesus. So. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that there, there's a place where the focus sometimes on coming in and protecting this little inner space versus going out, mm-hmm. that I think is one area where there's a little bit of a rub with the Great Commission. Yeah. You know, um, again, nothing wrong with gathering for church. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying it's that biblical. at all. It's <laughs> biblical. Exactly. Right. Gather. Right. But... What about the other six days? Mm-hmm. You know, what what are we doing out in the world? What are we doing for those who don't look like us, don't sound like us, don't think like us? Um, yeah. You know, what are we doing for humankind mm-hmm. as the body? Right. You know, um, or, or or do we live this kind of Batman, Bruce Wayne life where, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're Batman when it comes to church, but the rest of the time we're playing Bruce, uh, Bruce, yeah. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of a tough thing. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I, I always look at that one phrase in, in, in the Gospels when, when it says Jesus looked at, at the multitude and had compassion on them, you know, and that just, that just little, little segment just speaks to me all the time. And, you know, I'm not trying to extrapolate something ultra deep out of one thing, but I am in the sense that God knew every person in that crowd and his heart was moved mm-hmm. for every person in that crowd because he is God, his very nature, as a son of God, he, he knew every person, right? And I, I always wanted to catch a glimpse of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lord, make me burden for each one. Not just as like, oh, I'm just going to pray over Philadelphia, which is great, <laughs> but let's, let's do what we can as, as churches, as multiple little churches, you know, to each individual soul. Like, let's, let's, um, Let's let's be active in that, you know. Let the church be famous, not for the size of it, but for what we really get out in our communities. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how are we really interacting? Right. Um, not even as a church, but as individual members of the church. Like you know, people should just people should just know you. The aroma should be there that you are right. a follower of Christ. Right. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, for for you, what do you see as kind of a 
uh, something that maybe um, in the last few years has brought, uh, I, I guess, more of a mistrust of the church or of cr- Christianity or... Wow. Oh. <laughs> Loaded question. Let's start a whole series on this one. Um, It'll come. You know, listen, um, <laughs> I'm going to say some things on this podcast that are going to probably come from, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, uh, sometimes I came from a place of hurt. Mm. And a lot of times the hurt came from the church. Mm-hmm. And um, it isn't, this isn't meant to uh, badmouth the church. It actually... Mm-hmm is meant to acknowledge the fact that we're all sinners, right? right? And so I should expect that in church, I'm going to be hurt just like I would be hurt at work, you know, mm-hmm. in the corporate America. Mm-hmm. But, um, wow, over the past few years, I mean, one of the things that I see about just Christianity in general is that I have found at times that I don't want the label Christian. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, this is crazy. Right. I don't want the label Christian on me because of how many people now re- refer to Christians yeah. and, and because of the examples of behaviors that we've seen from, mm-hmm. you know, Christian groups, Christian leadership, uh, mm-hmm. churches, organizations. And so I want to be like Christ. Yeah. You know, I want to be a Christ follower. I want to be a disciple. Mm-hmm. I want to make a difference for him. But there were times when I'm like, <laughs> m- like I, I would, say to my wife like am i i mean are, are we just off yeah are we the ones that are off because i don't feel like i i can fit in and relate to this christianity and i'm using that you know air quotes right. um i didn't give you any exa- examples but i mean i just think that in the whole i'll start with the hot button item mm-hmm. in politics mm-hmm. you know the nastiness of this world on social media. Unfortunately, I saw our brothers and sisters in church taking on that persona. Yeah. You know, and being really nasty to people who were different, you know, and maybe they were living a lifestyle that we didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. But there's ways to address that. Right. Sometimes there's ways to just, we just need to be in our room praying, right? Mm-hmm. Versus going out and fighting a battle that belongs to, to the right. Holy Spirit, that belongs to Jesus. Like, I think that to me was one of the biggest areas that I struggled with over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that, you know, Christians picked sides. And I say sides because some picked one side, mm-hmm. one picked, some picked the other. Yeah. Rather than being willing to meet in the middle, Yeah, you know? So that was a real struggle for me. Um, over the past, you know, I don't know, few years. Yeah, and I think, I mean, social media. If you look at that, <clears throat> there's that one documentary. If you if you haven't watched it, you know, the social dilemma. I think it's oh one, yeah, mm-hmm. where it's where we we get into segmented into groups, and we have high levels of confirmation bias fed to us by algorithms. I'm not, give, you know, taking the blame or the responsibility away from humans, but you know, that's what's happening, and I at a pace that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I think it's it's unfortunate. I mean, I, I love to talk to, I mean, leaving faith out of the picture, so to speak. I love to talk to, I mean, save music. I love to go, talk to a guy who loves bluegrass and I don't have the concept of bluegrass or it's not on my hot playlist because I love 
maybe more gospel and jazz and and funk and that kind of stuff but <laughs> but I learned more about bluegrass right mm -hmm. and I expect or I hope the other person musician will learn the same about whatever I listen to or and I think that curiosity or that desire or that level of hey let's let's agree to disagree or let's even just have a conversation where we're not you know it's right. gone man have a willingness <laughs> to at least talk and consider yeah. it so yeah. you brought up music I'll, yeah. I'll bring up a music example that i have so right. this is going to be a strange example but think about aerosmith <laughs> right and run dmc <laughs> right and the song the popular song walk this way that a lot of people know right and and it, what's crazy is that um you know, a producer or writer, I'm not sure who did it, but right. thought of this idea, like, I'm going to bring together, yeah. you know, this hip-hop rap group, and I'm going to bring together this rock group, right. and, and I'm going to put the song together, and they're going to play rock with electric right. guitars, and then they're going to have rapping on the other side. And what, what culminated from this was, mm. guess what? There is space for compromise. And okay, yeah. it's, this may not be the example you want to hear on a podcast about, you know, going against the flow, but guess yeah. what? That's yeah, what I do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a yeah. real example of how, look, if the, if the world, mm -hmm. if this culture can figure out how at times to compromise, and right. it's not all the time we know, right. then why can't we, as believers who have the blood of Jesus on our lives, mm -hmm. Why can't we come together and show grace to each other? Right, right. Just a portion of the grace that we received. Oh my goodness. Right. right? Yeah. So, yeah, weird example, but Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, hey, listen, the producer <laughs> made up made off with some millions. Oh, now, of course. Sure. And it was about money. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. Listen, he just doubled his audience, right? But the point the point is truly that, yeah. you know, that type of creative mm -hmm. thinking. Think about yeah. it. It's it's just creative thinking yeah. and it's being willing to say no, we're going to break that rule, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so I think as church, um, you know, we have to be cautious that we're not subdivided into all these little mm -hmm. um, slivers mm -hmm. of the body because we've already done that. We've already, I mean, I, there are thousands of denominations yeah. right. of, of Christ's church. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the word of God, it's not, it's not that complex where we've got to divide it up into yeah. that many yeah. factors, right? Yeah, right. To be able to call sin as as what it is is one thing, and the ability to have a ongoing conversation with a sinner is completely something else. Um, with the hopes of leading that one sinner to Christ, right? I mean, if that's not what the Lord's called us to do, then you know, He says, walk that road, right, right, right. Um, you know, walk through that life rather than a quick. I mean, this is something I. I really, you know, it's hard, it's heartbreaking because you know the, a quick tweet, a quick Facebook post, a quick uh, snarky comment um, that you think that ah you got them, you own them, yeah, mm. you know, smacked them in the face, and mm. you you don't even know them, and and um, especially as a Christian, I'm like, wh what was was it was it worth it? Was mm. it worth that you signed off feeling like yeah I got that one in, or is you know, was there an opportunity to grow that conversation mm. into maybe something that you're still going to end up disagreeing, but let's take it to a deeper level, right? Right. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> something I was looking at, I'm just going to try and read it here real quick. It says in uh, Colossians uh, chapter 2, it says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit 
according to the tradition of men, according to the tradition of basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. I mean, that's that kind of needs to be, we're willing, like, you know, hey, someone wants to tickle our ears, we're ready to listen. Hmm. We're ready to listen. We want to hear what we want to hear, right? It's tough to hear that something that's going to make you a little uncomfortable. And I am glad to have friends that will speak some uncomfortable things and we can have a good friendship and, you know, we we can grow in that sense. But yeah. um, I think we're in an age where we as a church need to be aware of the deceit that's even within the church, not yeah. just outside. Um, we are in those times. But yeah, I mean, speaking of against the flow, <laughs> there's, one, there's one prime example that we that we seek and that we seek to follow, and that is Christ. So, I mean, yeah. what do you think? I mean, what are some of the ways that you feel that he did Wow, go wow. against the flow? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I hope that we can spend a, a few sessions on, yeah. on this, but, you know, we can just talk through some ideas here. Like, the first thing is just the expectations that they had on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going to come in like in glory with like mm-hmm. chariots, right. you know, and, but instead Jesus came with the most humble approach, um, even his birth. And I like that. That to me is his first, ex- is the first example I would use, um, you know, as we're approaching the the holiday season, right. And, you see a lot of nativity scenes and all that stuff, and it doesn't paint the full picture, yeah. right? It 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 actually makes it look a little kind of cute, mm-hmm. but the truth is, Jesus, the King of the Universe, came to this planet and was born, and basically slept where, in the same area where animals were, yeah, just it was animal feces. I could imagine there was. Yeah you know, slop all over and, and just that whole approach just blows the mind away because I I always say, if I was the King, I would come in like this and everybody would know I'm the King. And then, you know what, that, but that, uh, that rain wouldn't last. There's a reason why his rain is going to last and has been lasting. It's because his approach has been so against the flow of what we would think is, royalty mm-hmm. so for me that's that first example yeah. you know his yeah. birth and and into the culture that he came he came <laughs> or at least the expectation was that he was going to come and overthrow the government and set up the kingdom right i mean mm-hmm. they were just uh tired of being under the roman rule which right. is a hard roman rule right and and here he comes to lay down his life and in the most grotesque, humbling, mutilating, you know, painful hmm. um, way that, that sh- stripped him of everything, of all dignity. Right. Um, and he hung on that cross in the most kind of a brutal way of a death penalty, right, uh, that was ever devised. <laughs> the, the Romans knew how to do it, and they did it well. So... Um, you put that in juxtaposition and you say, wow, you know, I mean, it must have, must have psyched out his believers. They're like, what just happened? But that's what he did and that's what he is and that's what, who our God is. Is He calls us to 
buck the trend, so to speak, and say, hey, I know everyone's jumping out that way, or maybe there are a few people who are influencing you, or whatever the case is, right? If it's like, take a minute, step back, see what the word says, get back in the word, yeah, read it for yourself, study for yourself, look at it in context, look at it in context, um, all, all through scripture, all the old and the new, and and God is consistent with it, yeah. with his principles, and um, and I think we can humbly walk forward with that, you know. So that's yeah. our intent, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so. And I mean, we talked today about in his birth, he, he was against the flow. In his death, yeah. he was against the flow. And I'm hoping that we'll just continue like filling in all the gaps. So we'll look at, we can look at his life. Mm. Um, I mean, Jesus is the number one example of going against the flow. And okay. I think if we follow him, mm. the implication, it's not easy. Right. It is truly against the flow. Yeah. It is truly, uh, it's not the easy road, yeah. you know, but it's the road that will be the ultimate journey at the, at the ultimate mm-hmm. prize is at the end. And so if we can just hold on, if we can just encourage each other, yeah. lift each other up along the way. Yeah. I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, man. And with, with that, we'll wrap it up for now. And, um, you know, we want this to be, God willing, a, a conversation, not just between the two of us, but maybe with a few of uh, anybody who cares to listen. Yeah, some <laughs> special <laughs> guests. And we want to, yeah, we want to <laughs> have some people who've got uh, life experiences that can shed some light into things that we don't know, that we're not aware of. Right. Uh, we'll have to bring them in. And, uh, yeah. Go with so hey, this is where it is. We're gonna try and keep uh, as the Lord leads, keep pushing some of these out, and we'll see what happens. Sounds good, all right.